like that podcast because I'm not paying attention because I don't want to. Um, yeah, like Rob Paulson and, and Marcel Marsh on the, on the Nerdist, and then um, it was a fantastic episode, and then they did, um, oh, what's his name, John, fuck, it won't come to me, but, um, and uh, Billy West, who are um, extremely well-known voice actors, uh, John, oh, it's not for me not to think of his name, but he was the voice of... Um, Jake the Dog on Adventure Time. He's Bender oh, on Futurama. Okay. Uh, Billy West is Fry the Professor, like a million fucking voices. Mm-hmm. Um, Marissa Marsh is on um, Rick and Morty. When you get to the... Uh, when I get there. The, when you ever get to watch again. <laughs> I watched get, the first two episodes, but I was at work, so I have to go sit in a quiet when, setting. And yeah, you're going to have to rewatch When you get to the sentient dog episode... DiMaggio. Thank you. Um... When you get to the sentient dog episode where he goes, where are my testicles, Summer? They were there one day. Oh, I did see that episode. I focused on that. Yeah. Along with the body amusement part. She didn't get a body part. I'm like... Again, I was at work. Would you like to ride the bone train? He's like, are we committed to this now? Marty, you have to get to the left nipple. I'm hoping to get to both. Such a fucking good show. So good. So good. I, I just rewatched season four again, and I did not like it when I first watched it. I was really disappointed. Four was a little rough. Is that the one where the, the, the <laughs> first episode is the, yeah, like the toilet episode? And, yes. Which is great when you rewatch it. But, like, watching it, I was like, what? The, the five episodes, and then the five episodes. And, and, and what I was disappointed in, like, and this is what I had heard. I don't know if this is actually true. Okay. The evil Morty was never intended to be like a Same. plot line. No, they just wanted to like throw it out there. They just threw it in there. But like the first three seasons, they had like an episode or two that like kind of progressed the story. Of and season morning. four didn't. And season four, they didn't even touch it. And and then when they were asked about it, they're like, oh yeah, we never intended that. I'm like, I thought you guys like, are so no. much oh. more creative than you are. Oh, like, <laughs> not that it's not Well, I mean, they are, cre- <laughs> they are creative in that, but like, they go, well, we're not like- there's a deeper thing there. <laughs> <laughs> when you get into the yeah the, the citadel of Ricks and um, yeah exactly oh my god when he starts like when he puts the fucking like eye patch up or whatever that was yeah and then, the, 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 the and then he takes and then he takes over in citadel spoilers for you <laughs> um, not for the rest of the people that are normal watch and Rick watch and Rick and Morty when it actually came out yeah 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 um, and that one like oddball I've had like three years to wait for the latest season you have no excuse yeah. Uh, I told her she has to... Well, one, we have the five-episode rule, which is nice that we're actually podcasting this, now that I realize that. Uh, the five-episode rule, which, on a new show, you get five episodes, if it doesn't grab you, then you can bounce. That's, that's interesting. Yeah. It's yeah. Um, I have a five-hour drive on Wednesday, so I can watch this with Trick and Morty oh, for those five you'll hours. you'll the first season. Yeah. And possibly the second. Are they 20, 30 minutes apiece? Like, 22? Yeah. Yeah, about 22. You know, a half-hour episode with commercials is... Yeah, Yeah, 22, 25 minutes, give or take. Um, But I was like, the fifth episode of the first season is uh, Mr. Meeseeks. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. if you don't get Mr. Meeseeks, then I can't help you. (laughs) Like, it's one of the most iconic episodes. It's Kill Jerry. It's that one that when the waitress is like... What the fuck is happening? Some more wine? No, I think I'm good. I think I'm good, yeah. Yep. You need to be a more complete woman. God, it's oh, so fantastic. good. And it's the same voice he uses for um, whatever, like the evil King Lemongrass or whatever on Adventure Time. 
Like, there's all these weird, like, connections, like Adventure Time and, and um, Rick and Morty and... Well, I didn't realize that. I've never really watched Adventure Time. I didn't really either, so... Oh, it's fantastic. I maybe watched a handful of episodes of it. There's a... One of the last seasons of Futurama, um, Bender and Jake the Dog have the same... John DiMaggio. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, same voice actor, and... Uh, in the Futurama, Bender's like walking through like some kind of weird prison, and um, Finn and Jake are there, and Jake the dog goes, "What time is it?" Because that's the intro to Adventure Time, and Bender goes, "Time for you to shut the hell up," and like, just keeps walking. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Holy shit!" I like, love the crossovers. Yeah, well, I mean, it's like uh, Bob's Burgers and Archer did it, dude. Because it's, that was one of my absolute favorite episodes of Archer was the Bob's Burgers crossover. When it comes, you got the, the same voice actor does it's both. It's Benjamin. That I will remember. Amazing, absolutely an amazing yeah. crossover. Like yes, Archer is Bob. <laughs> so great. <laughs> but they had like the like the wife character. Like yep. and she was like, and then um, Christian no, no Eugene Merman, who was the voice of Gene, um, was the voice of Cheryl's brother in Archer as well. It was like a nod. Yes. So like, yeah. Yes. When I and see Eugene him, Merman's I'm like, I'm like, I see Gene, right? Yeah. <laughs> if you get bored of YouTube, Eugene Merman, like his stand-up comedy is fucking ridiculously yeah. funny. I'll have to check that out. It's, he's so dry and weird that you're just like, I, how do you, like, how do you, like, how do you like, function in the world mm-hmm. with like your like brain filter? He's like, I wouldn't be able to do it. Like, you know, like, when I have to remember people's names, I have to, like, go, okay, uh, Brian, uh, Life of Brian. Mm-hmm. And, well, you're just Wolf. <laughs> but and I'm going to call you Bad Wolf, which is a Doctor Who reference. <laughs> um, awesome. But, uh... I'll step out of the way in case you want to grab a seat here. I'm just hanging out. It's like four other chairs here. <laughs> I could bring my drinks over. So. You'd, like, practically incorporate in this episode anyway. I, I, I guess I am so. <laughs> we're going to have a seat. We're going to be talking about uh, the boys. Yep. The Batman. Uh, Batman Eternal. And the uh, oh, Honey Bunches. Because we skipped an actual intro. Oh my god, you're going to love this. <laughs> I, no, I, I actually, no, actually, I already, told, I already told him. He knows. I'm just going to drink my beer. He knows. Uh, the, the, you do that. Because we talked about like talking online to people. Uh, the, <laughs> when I saved Black Widow and... Um, the Avengers game, and I was like, don't worry, honey bunches, I'll save you. <laughs> Told me about that at work, and I was And like, my roommate was like, what the fuck was that? Um, so that was going to be the original intro to this episode, that was the only show uh, that says, uh, don't worry, honey bunches, I'll save you. Um, also, this is a show called Nerd Vomit. I'm a dog. I'm a dog. I am a dog. <laughs> that took me seven minutes. Also, I butchered grammar and slapped my dick on it, and that's what happened. Um, so, I am a dog. Uh, I am a nerd, and I do a vomit. Uh, with me is my co-vomiting nerd, Christina. What up, nerds? There's your catchphrase. My new catchphrase is, don't worry on a bunch of I'll save you. God damn it. Deb from No Applause Just the Clap is like loving that I, I said that. Um... So, uh, I got late. Okay, so, um, so I gotta say that. I, you know, I'm gonna dismiss myself. Yeah, just, just for cues. Yeah. 
I'm not going to get into the details. Uh, both parties uh, enjoyed the event uh, equally. Uh, no, actually disproportionately. Oh. Yeah. Well, I don't... Okay, I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> yeah, let's not. How fair. She had a good time. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, if you want to know more about that, not my sex life. Well, I mean, partially my sex life, but um, what happened that resulted in this celebratory... Go Doug! Go Doug. Um, finally gave myself a boner that wasn't based on a Marvel movie trailer. <laughs> you can laugh. That was, that was funny. Oh <laughs> my god, that was great. That was uh, honestly great. Uh, I'll be talking about it on Dan. So, um... Please, go and watch Dan. Or listen to Dan. Or listen watch. to Dan. Don't watch it. It's, it'd be boring. Uh, You're staring at your blank computer screen there for a while. It's not blank. It's blank. It's totally blank. <laughs> My computer is thinking a lot harder than it needs to be, which means I need to go It's time for your daddy to buy you a new laptop. That sounds like I'm some kind of hooker. <laughs> wow. Two minutes later. Um, I, it'll probably be kind of short, so um, I do want to get into... Well, with that, like, long, blind, open intro, I don't think it'll be that short. No, but, like, uh, well, yeah, well, um, revisiting, because uh. you, you've revisited Dr. Horrible. Uh, yes. Sick of uh, Dr. Horrible sing-along blog yes. by Joss Whedon, who we are fans of, even if you are not, you yes. are... Yes, of course I'm a fan. Of course. Uh, except for Age of Ultron. But, um, yeah, that was... Sweaty, at best. Um, it was labored. He was yeah. under studio pressure, I'm sure. But the first Avengers, Doctor Horrible sing along blog, Angel, Buffy, uh, Firefly. How can I forget Firefly? Uh, I actually like Dollhouse. Um, I'm one of the few in that one. Um, it's a, it's only two seasons if you want to get oh. into it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all about like, what does it mean to be you type of thing. Okay. So, because um, it's like. People get like wiped and then like yeah. they get like imprinted with like new like personalities, and they're kind of like poured out effectively like for either assassinations or seduction yeah. or spycraft or um, there's a really great couple episodes where uh, weirdly Pat Oswalt, who we were talking about earlier, um, talk about every other one of my favorite comedians except for Pat Oswalt, uh, plays a, a character who. Um, his wife died, like, tragically in a yeah. like, car crash or something. Um, and he has um, the main character, like, imprinted with, like, his wife's, um, like, personality. Okay. And yeah, they do sleep together, but it's not, it's not, like, a prostitution thing. It is more, like, emotional. Yeah. Um, and Patton, the character whose name I, I can't think of off the top of my head, it doesn't matter. Um it does say, like, it's more emotional. Like, he goes, like, I miss my wife. Yeah. And just having her here with this personality, like, fulfills me emotionally. It's not about the sex. It's not about physicality. Like, so it's got, like, some heart hurt to it. Hurt? Hurt. Um, but what it, so you rewatched Dr. Horrible, I guess. Yeah, I didn't realize that life. in previous... Times, I don't remember one that I had seen it, but in kind of like bits and pieces, I don't think I've watched it all the way through. But rewatching it, I remember like, oh, I've seen this. It was good. I liked it. I, one thing, like talking to you about it, and I've got it memorized. Yeah, you um, do. I just, I just Nathan Fillion as Captain Hammer is so funny. 
um, where he has that joke about, um, I just might sleep with the same girl twice, and that's when they do the weird stuff. Yeah. Um, and then, like, the little fan people are like, we do the weird stuff. Yeah. Um, and then the fan people switch from Dr. Hammer. To well, the fan people were, it, um, two of them are showrunners for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, everyone, like, in Dr. Horrible. Yeah. Were, like, part of, like, Firefly or... Um, like, part of his other works. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, he wrote that during a writer's strike, and he was like, here, you don't have to spend a oh, shit yeah, ton of money on Oh, yeah, we talked about that, because I was too young production. to... Yeah, it was just... At the time. At the time, I was too young to know that there was, like, an actual writer's strike. Right, right, right. You just went, oh, there's one season of a show that sucks. Um, hero season two, I'm looking at you. Um... <laughs> Anyway, I don't want to get to the whole... It's a way to call him out, dude. Doug. No, no. The whole Siler mexico storyline was shitty, lazy, and never... It was awful. Yeah, and I was just, I'm going to stop you right there before you go on a tangent. Yeah, thank you. Well, I was actually basically done on that one. That's yeah. all I got to say. No, well, okay. Because the Peter Petrelli storyline was actually kind of cool. Um, but anyway... But uh, Joss Whedon, like, basically went, look, I have a shoestring budget. Um, you don't have to sacrifice writer's salaries um, or commissions or whatever pay scale they have yeah. um, for production. So it's more of, like, a way to make a point about Exa- everything. It's exactly what Dr. Horrible was. He goes, look, you can still pay your writers the same money and not take it away from production. Yeah. I mean, nowadays everything is big and bombastic and explosions and whatever. Yeah. We'll talk about explosions later with the boys finale. But oh, that finale. But um, John Sweden, yeah, with Dr. Horrible basically said, like, here's how to do it. And I did it myself. Uh, and it is sublime. I, I love uh, Neil Patrick Harris in it. Uh, Nathan Fillion of Felicia Day. And... Um, Howard from Big Bang. Yeah, who's... The Moist Man. It's just called The Moist. The Moist. That's all he is, The Moist. He's The Moist. Yeah. I love that they have that... There are a couple of jokes in this. I will always remember where... He goes, oh, how'd your, like, double date go? And he goes, oh, with bait and switch? I thought I was going to go out with bait, but I ended up with switch. And I was like, fucking genius. That's great. A double date with bait and switch. Um, Of course, the hammer's my penis is always a great line. Um, oh, when um, Captain Hammer is singing about homelessness, yeah, which I just cringe, where he goes, uh, if home is where your heart is, then the real home's in your chest. I will quote that all the time. Oh, those will be like my gurgling last <laughs> words. It'll be like, if home is where the heart is, then your real home's in the chest. Wet death rattle. <laughs> there goes Doug. Like, yeah. Uh, what, do you, what, what, what are you dancing to? This, um, it's called Black Magic by Little Mix. It's one of my favorite songs. Little Mix. I don't know. I'm old and. Recipe. It's called Black Magic. I remember when bands <laughs> played instruments. Uh, Don't judge auto, me. It got oddly auto, quiet in that moment. Auto tune bullshit. What? Sure. Um, you be quiet over there. 
laughing. Once again, no comments from the Pinnacle Gallery. <laughs> so, um, once again, uh, I, I say short, but I mean 10 minutes. Uh, so, I've been. I got through the second, well, almost to the second volume, and I want to. That's why I'm bringing it up. Because uh, I'm going to order the third volume soon. Uh, is Batman Eternal, which is a. Oh, it was a weekly. Uh, Batman comic from um, 2015, so I'm a little late to the party on this one. I just not as late to me and Rick and Morty. Do you really want to bring this up? Do you really want to do this? Do you really want to do this? <laughs> no, no. Because no. I'm going to get under fire for that one. Yes, you are. Not as bad and, as somebody and, who hasn't and, seen. and Brian can't save you. <laughs> We're actually recording. Brian can't save you. Damn it. Um, I wish I could have done a table smack in that moment. But. uh it's uh, long-winded, I'll say. I mean, I know that it was going to be weekly, so it's 52 episodes. 52 episodes. 52 issues. And um, the thing is, like, they set up so much at the very beginning that, to me, like, the payoffs are really... I wouldn't say quick and cheap, but some of them do get paid off, like, kind of in a way where I'm like... Okay, you just got to wrap this up. You got, yeah, you know, twenty more issues, which weekly, um, you know, is basically a couple, you know, six months, less than that. But um, they set up like it's like haunted Arkham thing. They set up uh, Hush controlling um, Commissioner Gordon's mind. They set up a a, a mole in the G, uh, Gotham City Police Department GCPD. Um, I'm trying to think of the other. Oh, they said this whole thing with Catwoman for no reason. Huh. Uh, they finally released like who her dad was. Okay. Uh, he was like some like gang lord or uh, whatever crime boss. Um, before the events of Batman Year One. Okay. In which Batman Year One, uh, Batman takes down the organized crime run by um, uh, Falcone, uh, okay. the the, uh, the Roman, who was in. Uh, the Chris Nolan movies and whatever. So he comes back after quote unquote five years um, to try to take over Gotham like he took over Hong Kong which the timeline doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Uh, and that's really the first like volume of it. It was like the first I think 26 issues so halfway through. Okay. Um, but it sets up like all this like mystical stuff riot <laughs> stuff um, corruption stuff. Yeah. And then Volume two starts paying stuff off, but it's like, to me, it's like too many cooks in the kitchen. You do have um, two main writers, who's one of them I can't think of his name off. I think it's Josh Tyrion the Fourth. I'm probably fucking that up. Um, and um, Scott Snyder, who's gonna go down in history as one of the best Batman writers ever. Um, like, they're kind of overseeing everything, and they've got, like, you know, the kind of side writers. Yeah. Um, but one thing, I think too many cooks in the kitchen, it it just seems too disparate, like, reading it, where I'm going, oh, we're doing a, the Catwoman storyline. Oh, uh, no, 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 we're not on the haunted yeah. Arkham, you know, with the Spectre. And you're like, what, the Spectre? And I'm like, yeah, the fucking Spectre. Yeah. Um, you know, the Angel of Vengeance. Um, and uh, he's teamed up with Batwing, who's... 
Lucius Fox's son, who's like in like an Iron Man Batman hybrid suit. Okay. Um, whatever. He's one of the newer characters. Yeah. And so I was kind of like, oh, that's a thing now. Um, but he got introduced in like you know the Batwoman TV show, yeah. so I was like, oh, he's got to be there. Uh, Alfred gets uh, injected in the brain by a scarecrow fear toxin, which has been really interesting. Because basically, if he's not sedated, he's screaming. Okay. And his daughter, who's introduced once in Batwoman, the show, uh, has been introduced. Well, no, I guess if it was 2005, Batwoman's not going to be on season two. So, really, Julia Pennyworth, Alfred's secret daughter. Uh, was introduced in the comics okay. um, as like a former, like, like British super spy type of thing, um, and has now taken over for Screaming Alfred, who I didn't read the Joker War Batman storyline, but uh, apparently Alfred's dead. Not Alfred. Alfred's dead, man. She just did the like Home Alone like. God, I've got to fight the wet bandits and I just put on cologne for the first time. No, aftershave. 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 I've, I've never done that. Aftershave? Well, one, I've had a beard for like four years, <laughs> no. so there's not a lot of aftershave shaving placing. or anything after. Yeah. Um, but let's get into the... I want to know the knit and gritty of this episode. The meat and potatoes. Um, Maybe just the meat? <laughs> I got laid. Let's talk about meat. Nope. <laughs> Did you drop your hair clip, a phone? I don't My know. My sunglasses. Your sunglasses. My <laughs> sunglasses. Uh, we're going to talk about the boys' season finale. So, spoilers. It's probably going to be most of the, the rest, rest of the episode. episode. Um, so, you know, spoilers, scrub. Ahead, or um, go watch the boys, and we'll figure it out. Yeah. So I don't have weirdly a lot of notes on this. Um, my first note is Becca escapes slash dies. Yeah. Um, we talked off air that uh, Eric Kripke, the showrunner, said that they always knew they were going to kill Becca because Butcher needs his rage yeah needs Butcher needs to, something to drive him he needs something to avenge um and I'm wondering who he truly blames for Becca's death yeah cause there's a moment there in the episode where he's like hunched over talking to her in her final words like he gets that look of like I'm gonna dude like, he picks up a crowbar and I'm, I'm gonna like, kill he's this gonna kid. beat the shit out of that kid yeah he had that look of like this kid's gonna die well because Ryan can't really I mean he can protect himself in that like he freaked out yeah he basically had a super powered temper tantrum um more of like you're hurting my mom I don't like you right 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 with uh with Stormfront where she ends yeah. up the quadriplegic yeah rem- remembering La- lake- lakeside visits in German yeah um I'm sorry, but the less said about like that weird scene, the better. Like, I, it just it seemed weird. Um, yeah. It didn't seem tonally. Um, do you think they killed Stormfront? I mean, I know Homelander says she's. You know, in. at this point, I'm not 100 percent sure if they've killed her or not. Okay. I don't think they would. I think Aya Cash uh, is a fantastic actress. Um, I hope they don't 
kill her. I, I mean, I, I, I like... When I say I like Stormfront, I don't mean, like, in a Nazi kind of way. Yeah. Um, but, like, as a character, like, I thought... Yeah, her character like, is fantastic good. fantastic catalyst. Um, I thought kind of played, you know, well against, like, Becca with, like, the whole, like, there's kind of, like, baby mama and new girlfriend. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, um... Well, then what about when Becca just blank, like... It blatantly tells Ryan he's my husband, and that's it. That's all they cover on it. Tells Ryan. Yes, and Ryan, like you don't see that like reaction. Like Ryan it's just goes, just like, "Okay." Well, she just like picks him up and goes, "You're coming with me now, kiddo." And like Butcher kind of like does that. Well, and did you think it was weird that they pulled the like the like, the dead brother? Yeah, like, she like swear on her dead brother, and yeah, it was like. Well, I mean, and there's that scene with his dad, uh, played by yeah. the fantastic John Noble. Um, but, like, he goes, yeah, like, Lenny. And I'm like, what is this pre-existing, like, brother character? Well, they brought never- it in to another episode when he went and visited his aunt. Yes. Aunt, too. His aunt, because his the drug dealer aunt, where she was like, you know, Huey's a lot like Lenny. You need him. Do you not remember that? That was in the aunt's house when they had were fighting um, Night... Oh, shit, what's his name? Black Noir. Thank yeah, you, right, Black right. Noir. Oh, yeah, where he was, like, quote-unquote, hiding on the roof. Yeah. Where I'm like... We could see you. We could all see you. Like, come on. Sorry, you're not Batman. I mean, I know you want to be Batman, but you're yeah. not Batman. Um, yeah, I... Okay. Because the aunt tells Huey about Lenny. I'm sorry, I got the little confused, but she yeah, she was talking to Huey about Lenny. Okay. I need to go and back. And she told him that, you know, he was a lot like you. You know, when Lenny was getting picked on at elementary school, Butcher oh, like, took the kid's right. head and it was like smashing it with a seesaw. That's right. And all Lenny had to do was call his name and Butcher was like fine. He was like, Alright. Yeah. Cool. I'm you're good. right, you're right, you're right. That's the first I think one of the first few mentions of Lenny. Yeah, and like it seemed like such a left field thing to like suddenly. Yeah. I'm wondering if Lenny's still alive. I don't think he is, and two, I think it was just. I would say another layer to like humanize Butcher, like to be like, yeah. okay, he's doing horrible things. But. But there's like a reason behind it, yeah. or this is what he's driven by, um, this is what he's haunted by. Which, by the way... And that's why Huey is referenced as his canary in an earlier episode by... Uh, M.M. M.M. Yeah. Mother's Milk says something about, like, he's your canary, like... He's, you need him. Yeah. To know you didn't go, like, And then even far. Becca said, Huey's good for you. Yeah, that was really... That was really adorable on that last episode, because, like... Yeah. He was like, oh! He was like, oh, Becca, like, who are you talking? Butcher's like, come fuck down, man. Yeah. Um... Can we get to like the real part of this whole episode, which was the very ending of it? Uh, well, okay. or do you have more that you need to discuss? No, no, no. Okay. Just... The freaking ending, like literally the last what, like five or ten minutes of it? Okay, I've got I've got the Newman reveal on my list. Go ahead. Which? Why? No, I'm gonna start you off with the Newman reveal. So we talked about our theories last week. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, my theory was that it was the microchips that were in the soups that were in people that knew too much. Mine was Edgar Stanley, or Stanley Edgar, 
the head of Vought right now. Giancarlo, yeah, yeah SPD. But um, nope. It was yeah, actually we were both their, wrong. it was actually their liberal congressman, congresswoman, yeah. congressperson, congresswoman, um, congressman. I don't know. But yeah, um, like ally. That was yeah. like popping heads. Which I I kind of want to go back and watch the end of episode seven. Because she seemed weird. Like, apparently, everyone's like, she seemed freaked out where she shouldn't have been freaked out because she was the one doing it. But, like, she could have been acting. Um, I think she was acting. And she was acting freaked out. And she didn't want people to realize that it was her. Exactly. And she, okay, so she, and she popped the, um, Collective Consciousness Church or whatever it's called. Yeah, they were on the phone and talking about, you know, him getting his tax exempt, like, pushed through farther, and she was like, yeah, and then was walking down the street, and she's like, yeah, meet me in my building and wherever, and all of a sudden just, <laughs> he's, like, drinking Fresca, and then it's just of like, his head just explodes in my pants. I literally sat there like, what the fuck? So the question is, is she rogue or is she fucked? Hmm. That will be probably, hopefully, something that is revealed in season three. Which, of course, is going to be coming out, because... I mean... Season one and two are, like, critical darlings. Yeah. Uh, fan darlings. Yeah. Um, I do but I did not expect it to be the Congresswoman. No. And you tried to hold it from me so hard when I hadn't seen you it. You see what I was talking about? Where I didn't want to I steer know. you towards, like... Suddenly being suspicious of someone you've never been suspicious of. All I had to ask was it either of our theories, and you're like, no, and I'm like, okay, okay. and that's where our conversation ended, and we went on our merry ways at work that day. Well, I also didn't. You also didn't want to give away too much either. Well, I didn't want to give away the um, quote unquote girls get it done, basically like, like. Down, oh, yeah, I gotta talk about that one too. Stormfront, Kimiko's Maeve, and Kimiko are beating up. Sorry, no, yep. Starfire are beating up Stormfront. Star- Starlight, Starlight, Stormfront Kimiko, and Maeve are beating up Stormfront. That's like, one. and like, it's like an old fashioned, like, fucking, fight, yeah, like, like pillowcase full of fucking doorknobs, like, beat down. And what, Frenchie, Huey, and MM are just standing on the sidelines like, uh, yep, they got this. We're yeah, just gonna hold our Butch, guns. Because Butcher was dealing with, uh, yeah. back end. We're just gonna stand here with our guns with our, like, jaws dropped open, like... I think, like, holster their guns and they're like, uh, they got it. I thought Frenchie was still holding his and so was Huey. I think they, they both, like, just lower their guns. They lowered them to their sides, but they still had them, so if well, anything... Yeah, I mean, they were ready. Yeah. Um... But they had the look on their face like, cool. They got this, but also, like, Holy shit, they're beating the shit out of her. I just realized they had planned for A-Train in that fight, and he never shows up. Did they plan for A-Train? I didn't realize yeah, that. Yeah, because um, M.M. says something about, like, I have enough uh, ephedrine to make his heart explode. That's right. When, um... I remember that earlier. Frenchie's talking about, like, the like EMP for Stormfront. Yeah, and, and then she blows up the car. Dude, the fact that they took out... How they took, took out, um... Homelander with the Sonics... Yeah. ...was fucking genius. I was like... But poor Ryan had to suffer a little bit there, too. Yeah, but, like, you kind of get that with, um... When they take him out to the restaurant, which is... Yeah. A heartbreaking scene. Um... And, once again, does humanize Homelander to some extent. What do you think of Stormfront's, like, facial expressions in that scene? I still think she's a Nazi cunt. Um, I think... 
she sees Homelander and Ryan as like a means to an end. Um, I, th- I think she appreciates like the emotional growth and like Homelander saying yeah. like, yeah, I cried. Because she's like, already I had a kid. And... Yeah. Well, well, yes. I mean, I think there is like that that analogy or that analogous like you know um, parent child um, yeah. relationship. As well as that, like, I, I don't know, once again, um, I think she sees it all like, in, there's always going to be some lizard brain part of her that sees it as a mean to an end, and she goes, he's bonding with his son, and yeah. her forebrain is going, that's great. But her back, back is her like saying, is like, like, this sucks, this is bad. No, this is good, because this is good? he's the first natural-born suit, and, like, he's going to be, like, a new, like, a new young face okay. for kids and, and company. I thought I saw it as, like, Ryan was almost taking Homelander away from her. No. Maybe I was, in, I definitely interpreted I, that wrong. Well, and there are a couple, like I, like I said, there are a couple different ways, but I see her as more accidentally, well, not accidentally, but, like, yeah, accidentally, or unintentionally methodical, um, where, yeah, it was, she didn't think it was sweet that Homelander was, like, bonding with his son. Yeah. But they're both, I, I don't say this flippantly, but they're both tools. Yeah. Um, they really they're, are. They're, they're, they're means to an end. They're something she can use to further her... No, go ahead. Agenda. Um, when you said tool, I was just thinking, imagining the very end scene where Homelander's staying on a building going, I can do whatever the fuck I want. I can do whatever the fuck oh I want. He's slapping he himself off. <laughs> oh, no, he does a jerk off. Yeah, flapping, jerk off, whatever. There's a, a great scene in a different comic uh, written by the same guy, Garth Ennis, um, where it's called The Pro. And basically an alien gives... A prostitute, um, superpowers, and at one point to thank him for saving her baby's life, uh, she blows the um, Superman character. Oh wow! And he goes, "Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Move your head!" And she moves her head, and he comes so hard it shoots out like of the roof and takes out the wing of a plane. And he goes like, "Oh my god! I'm gonna save the plane," but doesn't realize. His pants are still around his ankles and his dick's flapping out. <laughs> and it was like a whole, like, oh my god, like you're, you know, cheapening this, like, American icon. Yeah. Um, but that's what it kind of reminded me of. I was like, very Garth Ennis. Uh, you got any more thoughts on season two? Because I thoroughly enjoyed it and I am really anticipating the season three. Like I said, uh, Eric Kripke, go ahead. Sorry, what about Huey joining the Congresswoman in her... Well, that's... To me, I, I think that's the laziest thing. It's like, well, eventually he's going to figure out she's the head popper or whatever they're going to call her. Um, and, you know, he's like... Because he says that line, he's got that like dialogue with um, Starlight where he goes, I need to like remove myself from certain people. and But she not goes, you. But not you, and he... Effectively leaves the boys. Yeah. Um, to do something he thinks is, you know, for the greater good. Obviously. Because he was, he's a, too clingy because his mom left him, and that was probably traumatizing for him at six. God, I miss his dad, played by Simon Pegg. But anyway, 
Um, That's his fucking name. Thank you. Yeah, he was also in the last two episodes of Archer. Um, he was also in Star Trek. And Star Wars. Yep. Because he played the uh, uh, two portions alien in yep. uh, the, the, the episode the seven. Um, anyway. Um, also, he's just fantastic. I love Simon Pegg. Yeah. Um, Eric Kripke, the showrunner for The Boys, has said like they did crack the code on the hero-gasm storyline where basically... Because that's the, the storyline that's in the comics, correct? Yes. Okay. Um, that basically all the heroes kind of fake, like, a you know, cosmic crisis. Yeah. Um, just so they can go to a vaunt owned island for, like, a drunken drug-fueled orgy. Um, and then I think Huey and Frenchie... And possibly, well, she's just called the female, but Kimiko, um, infiltrate that to, like, take out, like, um, the Sevens, like... Yeah. Like, second tier. They're called... the uh, I think they're called Payback. Yeah. They're kind of like X-Force. Um, we'll, so we'll see if that's going to be the third season, as well as... In the comics, there's, you know, the G-Men and G-Force Ooh. and G-Factor, which is basically the X-Men. Um, and they're all horrible. Um, just traumatized, sexually abused, sexually assaulting. Like the deep? Way, no, no. I'm talking like half an X-Men group giving each other circle jerks. Oh. Because their Professor X character, like sexually abuse them as children and that's normalized okay like it's fucked up um so we'll see about season three uh I have n- nothing else on my list that's about all I've got I mean because you're gonna rewatch the first two episodes at least the first two episodes of Rick and Morty we kinda have to because like I said I watched them during work so I couldn't give my full attention to them so I feel to give them their full respect god damn right I'm sorry, but, like, I don't... No, I understand where you're coming from, though. Anatomy Park is such a great episode. Which is exactly but... why I'm like, all right, I should probably rewatch the first, like, couple episodes at least in a silent, non-distractive, not work... Distractive is focus. my word. You know what? It is in my dictionary, just like funner is. Funner is not a word. I know, but it is in it's my dictionary. Uh, I you know said... what, you grammar Nazi, you can just shut up. Uh... What's that say, Nazi? After talking about Stormfront, uh, no, actually, because your grammar I, was so great at the opening of this episode. I'm a dog, <laughs> and I said the word contrapment a couple days ago. Contrapment. Do you know what I was talking about? I can't remember. A glass. <laughs> That's right. Like, this is a contrapment. <laughs> yep. For God's sake, Doug, what are you doing? I got my degree. I'm gonna call artistic. We should just license. end it right here. Artistic license. Okay, your artistic license. Your artistic license. If you like what you heard, check some of our other shows out like Exotic Liability, Nerd Vomit, Black Falls, and I Hate Kathy Hammond. We can be found by searching for The BACN on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play Music, or at www. Dot BACNpodcast.com
Yeah.